Hour number two, starting right now, Sports Call, Tiger 95.9, the Tiger.fm, and the Tiger Communications app. My name is Ryan LaVoy. I've got Brant Daughtry and Brooks Childers with me here on this beautiful afternoon. And uh, it's a beautiful day to go to the Auburn Bank phone line and welcome on Kevin Ives. He is at AUPPL on Twitter, Plainsman Parking Lot. Kevin, the time is greatly appreciated. Usually this happens on a Monday, but still great to talk with you, sir, as we get ready for another important Auburn baseball series. And again, I, I hope you're doing well today. I'm doing good. And yeah, it's probably the most important series of the year right now. I mean, this is Auburn, unfortunately, is his kind of make or break time. And uh, this Mississippi State series, just knowing where Auburn is at and where State is at and that it's at home and that the weekends are kind of dwindling down, this will this weekend will say a lot whether or not Auburn will go to the postseason. Absolutely. And before before we look ahead, Kevin, let's do look at what's transpired since the last time we talked. And obviously that very important series in Tuscaloosa started out great for the Tigers with the opening victory, but then dropped the next two and, and uncharacteristically did not have the best offensive performance. They had had a long streak of scoring five or more runs that came to an end over the weekend. So what kind of what went wrong for the Tigers at the plate? I think the the biggest thing is Auburn just really couldn't get out of their own way. They kept hitting into double plays, especially in that Saturday game. I think they ended the last four innings um, hitting into, in the, into inning-ending double plays. And so Auburn didn't have a problem kind of getting guys on. It was really just bringing them home. And then the offense was pretty much non-existent um, in that Saturday and Sunday game. And Auburn, you know, actually had decent pitching that weekend, the you know kind of close call on on Friday notwithstanding, but you know the pitching was kind of doing its part or, or was improving a little bit. The walks were still tremendously where they don't need to be, and the hit by pitches still need to be improved. But the story of last weekend was definitely to me was the, the offense not being able to kind of break through, get that timely hit. Um, and you wonder if part of that is just because they had been leaned on so often that they just didn't have anything kind of left in the tank for that for this for this past weekend. Um, but it's one thing where they kind of just got to move forward. They did bust out in a big way against Sanford on Tuesday um, and were able to run rule Sanford. And so you saw the offense clicking a little bit more um, and maybe kind of getting back in stride. I know it's one game and um, it was against Sanford, but you hope that the lessons that were learned from last weekend are able to translate into success this weekend against Mississippi State. Kevin, you know, you talked about a little bit earlier that this is one of the most important series of the year. When you know, you look at it, I think D1 Baseball released a, a field of 68, field of 64 uh, yesterday that had Mississippi State the last four in, Auburn the first four out. And that, you know, it feels like this series this weekend is going to be one of those that it, if Auburn was able to win it, that'll flip them. If Mississippi State's going to win it, if wins it, it's going to put Mississippi State more in the driver's seat for that spot ahead of Auburn. It, when, you, when you're looking at this series, the fact that Auburn gets it at home and plans in park where they're 16-6-1 on the year, what is that, you know, what type of confidence does that give a team? I mean, it's definitely huge, and it's a big deal. Auburn has been very successful at home. And I think, you know, Mississippi State, kind of got that bump last weekend because they took care of Ole Miss, um, a team that's kind of in the same pecking order of where Auburn is right now. Um, and those four teams in the West, Auburn, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State, two of them are basically going to be left out um, when it comes to Hoover, when it comes to the postseason. That's, that's really how I think it's all going to kind of shake out. And, you know, Mississippi State really benefited last weekend of having their series at home, having it on Super Bulldog weekend, which is their big rah-rah. Um, event um, this weekend, you know, now that it's Mississippi State is on the road, where they've not been a really good road team, 
um, and Auburn has been a little tougher on the road at home. It's it's a situation to where Auburn to win and to be successful, um, they've got a good path because with that Mississippi State series, with the LSU series, and ending with Missouri series, three out of the last five series are at home. And if Auburn can really just take the series um, and really defend their home turf, turf, then everything else will kind of settle settle itself into place. Uh, Kevin, with the, this series being as big as it is, can you give us a scouting report on the Mississippi State Bulldogs? Uh, what what have they done so far this year, and who are some players we need to look out for? They're, I mean, they're really the they've gone. They've, for lack of a better, they've just had a tough season. I mean, they they really have kind of fallen off a bit. Um, you know, they're just two years removed from the College World Series. They have um, kind of the guy that's going to get most of the hype is going to be one of their starting pitchers because he's an ambidextrous pitcher. Can't even get the word. He pitches by, with both sides of the plate. Um, you know, he can't do that in the middle of an at bat. But he's kind of gotten a lot of um, he's gotten a lot of publicity just because he's able to be to pitch at such a high level. At that, Dakota Johnson is, is a pretty talented freshman that they have. They're a team actually that has some of the same pitching issues that Auburn has. I know probably it made a lot of Auburn uh, Auburn fans groan when they would show that stat during the Alabama weekend about Auburn ranking last in all the categories, and then. They weren't last in walks allowed, and that was actually that was, Mississippi State actually held that distinction, or um, you know, kind of has has been known about that. So they're probably honestly going to be a lot of offense in both games. Well, you think there's going to be a lot of offense in both games, and you know, if, if both teams kind of do what they have done most of the season, you know, probably a lot of walks. But if you look at the Alabama series, you kind of thought that maybe this a similar thing would happen. So. It's easy to see these two these being really close, low-scoring games because that's just kind of how baseball is. You, you're going to go in kind of expecting both teams with pretty powerful offenses, solid offenses, and consistent offenses, and kind of lackadaisical pitching, for lack of a better term. Um, when they go at each other, you expect the hitting will have the advantage. But I, I don't know. For, for some reason, um, it never seems to work out that way. But for Mississippi State this weekend, they're going to throw it. They're going to play a ton of guys. They're going to pitch a ton of guys. Um, their pitching has been inconsistent. Their hitting has been consistent, um, and they are definitely going to have a home run threat. So that's the, one of the bigger things that Auburn's going to have to watch out for is really keep the ball low. Don't don't give them anything that they can just launch. Um, and I think Auburn should be okay. I know, Kevin, what I'm about to say is a little vague, but I recall in the past thinking about some sort of statistic where if an SEC team goes like 12 and 18 in the in the SEC or 13 and 17, some some magical number where it's it becomes very often that team makes the tournament, and then you fall below that SEC number, and it's very likely you don't make it. So Auburn being at five and ten halfway through SEC play, what in your estimation is that number in conference wins that they're going to have to get to uh, if they want to make the NCAA tournament? It's really twelve. I mean, and, and you were right. It's twelve has been the number. It's, it's usually been twelve and fifteen. Um, it's been very rare for a team that's been at least you know four hundred in the league where you're fourteen and fourteen, or um, you know twelve and fifteen in the in the league, or something like that, um, where they've where they have not made the tournament. I think it only happened like I think Kentucky was the only team that um, was kind of left out. Where Auburn is with you know their overall record um, and with their RPI, and it's just going to keep going up or upwards at this point because you still have series against LSU and South Carolina on deck. Um, Auburn has 
gotten the benefit of some of the teams that they played early on having good seasons like USC, so that's another little bit of a bump. So to make the NCAA tournament, I really think it's going to go to that 12 or 14 win mark in the SEC. Um, and it's still doable. I mean, there's, um, there's five series left, you know, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, LSU, Missouri, um, and then South Carolina. And so you kind of go down the list and you want to take two of these series at the very least. You want to take, if you take three, then you're in really good shape and then just don't get swept and you're going to be fine. And I think that's the best thing that you can say about the, the team is that they're not in a situation like maybe Ole Miss is right now. They only have three SEC wins where, you know, they're really staring down the barrel of gun that they, they, if they don't turn around soon, everything is going to be off the table for them. For Auburn, there's still everything like making an NCAA regional and making the SEC tournament are still within reach. Um, and they're still achievable. I think that's, one of the things that's going to be preached to the players is that it's all in their hands right now. It's that, you know, just win the games and everything else will take care of what it needs to be taken care of. And then, Kevin, we, I, I know you touched about it a little bit earlier, but, you know, it, it's the, the thing we have to talk about every single time we talk about this Auburn baseball team is the pitching staff. you got Tommyville going Friday night, Christian Herbert Holtz going on Saturday, our good friend TBA playing Sunday right now. Uh, what, what what do you think, you know, and I know, you, you know, like you said, you touched on it a little bit earlier, uh, what, what is the key for success with this pitching staff this weekend that, that has, you know, struggled this year? It's, it's honestly to throw strikes because the defense, Auburn's defense has been, you know, tremendous and has been one of the best in the league. And so if you let the defense work behind you, don't try to nip around corners and kind of pound the strike zone and throw strikes, then good things are going to happen. Uh, the defense is good enough to back you up when you need to be. Auburn's not a team that's really going to boot the ball around and make a lot of defensive miscues, so there's no real reason to, you know, constantly always try to get the strikeout. You know, Auburn doesn't really have a high strikeout guy on their staff this year or anybody that's kind of developed into that mindset, so you got to kind of do the opposite. I mean, you can still be a successful pitcher and just have a low pitch count, put the ball in play, um, you know, try to keep everything low so you can induce ground balls and, and stuff like that. And I think everything else will, will kind of click into place. Um, you know, on the pitching side, you know, you wanted another outing like Tommy Bell had against Alabama. That was a real shot in the arm on that Friday night game. And Christian Herberholtz is, is of, the, of the pitchers that have um, appeared. I think he's the next one that's kind of they're giving the, the long test at a start for because he's been able to use the strike zone to his advantage, um, and he hasn't really been all over the place. But I think anybody that's watched Auburn baseball the past you know, couple weeks or even this whole year knows that the walks and the free passes, um, which include like hit-by-pitches, that, that, that's the problem. That's really what's killed Auburn, and that's an easily correctable mistake. Um, you just kind of have to trust your stuff and, and let things happen. And then, Kevin, before we let you go, I want to get your thoughts on, on some other stuff around the SEC. Obviously, a couple of the opponents that Auburn has down the line in LSU and South Carolina are, are two of the very best teams in the entire country. We know how deep this league is. Are there any interesting series for you coming up this weekend outside of the Auburn series that may either impact Auburn uh, in the standings race or, or maybe just be relevant to, to teams that Auburn has here coming up in the, in the final few weeks of the year? Well, I think the Alabama-Missouri series is a big one because Auburn's not Auburn will play Missouri at the end of the year, and at this point now, you kind of want Alabama to just keep losing games. I think Auburn fans in general just want Alabama to keep losing games. But um, you want, by the time Missouri gets here, 
um, for them to be, you know, a pretty decent team, a pretty successful team, a pretty high RPI team, um, and be in the hunt a little bit. That'll kind of help Auburn for that last series. So that's a big one. Um, and really, it's not necessarily affecting Auburn as much, but, I mean, the marquee series this weekend, or there's two really, but the, the marquee series this weekend is going to be South Carolina and Florida, and that starts tonight. I mean, that's a huge matchup between uh, the two of them. Really, it's they're kind of battling at this point for who's going to be second in the league, uh, second in the East, because Vanderbilt, I think, is um, has really done has really done what Vanderbilt normally does, and um, has kind of just stayed consistent. And so, for Florida and South Carolina, their series is huge. Um, and then Tennessee Vanderbilt is not getting as much hype as it would have if Tennessee wasn't having the season that they're having. Tennessee, I think, really has surprised a bunch of people with. Um, how inconsistent they've been. Um, they dropped a midweek game to Tennessee Tech this this week, and you know they had that opening that opening series out in Arizona where they really um, did not look like the Tennessee that kind of pissed off a bunch of fans, but also you know made a lot a lot of fans interested in baseball last season. Um, so I, I really all the series are going to be interesting, but I, I think for Auburn fans, you check out the Alabama uh, Missouri series uh, definitely for tonight because there's only like six major league games on tonight. So check out the first one about Florida and South Carolina, um, and then keep an eye on Tennessee Vanderbilt. He's Kevin Ives at AUPPL on Twitter. Kevin, the time is greatly appreciated. Hope you enjoy another great weekend in baseball, and we'll talk again soon. Sounds good. Thank you, guys.